Well, that was awkward, but we can change that with your help. If you haven't heard, we're holding a jingle contest until October 27th. Submission should be 10 to 15 seconds in length, instrumental, and upbeat. Submit your jingle via the form linked in our Instagram bio at USC Peer Support. And not only have your jingle played at the beginning of every podcast, but win a Western hoodie valued at $75. And now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Welcome to SOS, the podcast giving you all the deets on student services. We're here to educate you on the resources that often get lost in administration. I'm your host, Vanessa, and today I'm here with Maddie from the Peer Support Center. Maddie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I'm so excited about this project. Let's begin with you telling us a little bit about the Peer Support Center and what your position is there. Yeah, so um, I'm in my fourth year now. Um, I started with Peer Support in my second year, uh, actually on the events team. Um, so in third year, I joined as a general volunteer. So I was one of the people that uh, a student would would communicate with if they came into the center. Um, and this year, I'm the associate vice president of peer support. So I oversee the program as a whole. Um, so there are a lot of moving parts to peer support. But at its core, peer support is a free, confidential, non-judgmental space where students can come and talk to our trained volunteers about anything that's going on in their lives. Uh, whether they're going through an emotionally difficult time and they're looking for a listening ear, they're looking for someone to celebrate their successes with, uh, they're looking to develop a self-care plan, or if they're looking to be connected with additional resources in the Western or the broader London community. Um, this year, we've implemented a remote peer support program for the first time, which is really, really exciting. Um, we're also going to be running online events throughout the year. Um, they're going to be online as well for now, which is new. We haven't ever really done that before. Um, obviously we have our podcast as well, which is a new way for students to be connected to different resources on campus. Um, and we have a lot of other fun programming and initiative, uh, initiatives that are coming up in the next little while. Um, so a lot of exciting things on the go. And is there any specific reason on why you got involved with the center? Wellness and self-care have always been, um, really important to me. Um, and if some have been things that, uh, I've always really focused on and cared about. Um, I think I'm also a very uh, empathetic person and I <clears throat> I care a lot about the well-being of other students. So, um, and my friends and family, everyone in my life, I, I tend to take a, an interest in, in wellness in, in the lives of people that I know. Um, so it just seemed like a natural role for me, I think. I love that. Oh, thank you. Um. <laughs> So many students on campus aren't sure of when they should be using this available resource. Could you give us some insight on when students could and should use the Peer Support Center? Yeah, so students don't need a specific reason to come into peer support uh, or to access remote peer support other than that they're looking for support. Um, that being said, some students students might come for support um, to speak about academic stress, um, relationship trouble or stress strain um, that might be specific to friends, family, partners, um, things like that. Um, they might also come to speak about anxiety, financial trouble, or really just needing to rant. There aren't really any requirements for what support should look like either. And I think that's really important to note. Um, it's really unique to the individual. So there aren't any specific steps to support that need to be followed. Um, the support is meant to be really individualized and personally meaningful. Um, so there's no one right answer. In terms of limitations, I guess we do work within our hours of operation. That would be a limitation for us, uh, which are Monday to Friday, 10 to 4. 
Um, but there are a lot of other resources outside of those hours that we can still connect students to. Uh, we have a resource library in the physical center that unfortunately, because of COVID, um, students aren't able to access right now, but we are in the process of moving our resource library online. And we will also be highlighting a lot of those resources on our social media over the next little while. Perfect. So with the majority of the school year online, is peer support open or will services be strictly online? Um, so at the beginning of the school year, when we were in phase four, uh, the peer support center was open. Um, but now that we've moved back into phase three, the peer support center is closed for now. When we do move back into phase four, we do have the safety protocols in place to be able to open again uh, if it's safe to do so. Um, so we have a limit on the number of people that can come into the center. Uh, we have social distancing measures in place, hand sanitizer, mandatory masks and things like that. I'm really looking forward to hopefully being able to be in the space again. And I know that a lot of our volunteers are really eager to get in as well. Um, we all really love peer support and we miss it a lot. That being said, we do have remote peer support open now, and it will continue to be open once the center opens up again. Um, we recognize that even if the physical space does open up again, a lot of students who are in London aren't going to be comfortable coming onto campus. And a lot of students aren't in London, but still deserve the same access to these resources and supports. So for that reason, we are still going to have remote peer support available. And it runs the same hours as our in-person peer support. Amazing. Where could some students go to get some more information and what is the process of getting an appointment? Yeah, so uh, students can book an appointment by going to westernusc.ca slash peer support or by clicking the link in our Instagram bio, which is USC peer support. We can book 30 minute or one hour meetings uh, and that can be for an immediate time slot or for a future appointment, um, whatever works best for the student. Um, the purpose of the 30-minute or hour-long appointments is really just so that students can gauge the amount of time that they think they're going to need um, for support and make sure that our volunteers are available for that amount of time. Um, because if you were to come into the center physically, you'd be able to see like if someone else is in the center and you might be able to come back at a different time if there is, so that you can have the space to yourself. That's not possible online. So this is kind of us navigating that barrier. Um, if you book a 30 minute appointment and go over the 30 minute mark, we are not going to cut you off. Um, it's really just to kind of gauge your own time um, and see what's available. So are there any current or upcoming events and initiatives the Peer Support Center is doing that you would like our listeners to know about? Um, the podcast is definitely a really exciting initiative that we have on the go right now. Um, other than that, we are continuously working on updating our remote peer support program, and we have some uh, really exciting programming and initiatives on that front that are coming soon. We also have a virtual wellness bingo night planned for the end of October, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and as I mentioned, uh, our resource library is moving online as well. And it looks like we have a hot alert. This is the portion of the podcast where we really dig deep and hear something personal from our guest. The Peer Support Center puts such emphasis on wellness, and we want to know what wellness means to you. I think that is such a good question. It's such an important one, and it's honestly something that I'm constantly grappling with. Um, but I think that that's kind of part of what wellness is. Um, <clears throat> to me, the definition of wellness is super broad, um, and it's constantly in flux. Uh, so what I'm learning about wellness uh, for myself is that wellness is about listening to my body and paying attention to my needs, 
um, reevaluating is necessary um, because they do change over time. And I think it's really interesting to notice those changes as well. Uh, so it's a matter of constantly checking in with myself and respecting my limits. Um, and this can be a challenge for me sometimes. I find it really easy to sometimes tune out of my body when I get really busy or particularly stressed. Um, and I can sometimes get to a point where I realize how out of alignment I am and how much is actually affecting me. Um, so I'm learning that ignoring it does not make it go away. Um, so I'm also learning that wellness is being gentle with myself. Uh, it's being okay if I don't meet all my go my goals for the day. Um, sitting with difficult emotions and just letting it be. Um, I don't always need to have a solution. And sometimes that can be more productive than having a solution um, or fighting to find one. Um, to me, wellness is also having a personal, a personally meaningful self-care plan. Um, so right now, for me, that looks like keeping a schedule, uh, taking time to make home-cooked meals, uh, to make sure I'm sleeping, to stay in contact with the people that are really important to me, to work out, to meditate, to read for pleasure, and to take breaks. I can't do all those things all the time. So it's a matter of figuring out what I need at that time. Also knowing where I can go for support if I need it. Um, and I think the final thing that I would want to say is that there is no finish line when it comes to wellness. It's a continuous process. And that can be really frustrating sometimes. But I think recognizing that can also be really rewarding. Uh, I think it's natural for us to look for finality. Um, but when, when it comes to wellness, that isn't a thing. It doesn't exist. We're all human. We all grow and change. And so do our needs. And so it's really important to pay attention to that. Yeah, I definitely think we forget that there's so many parts to wellness. Not It's not only mental, it's physical and emotional as well. So I think it's so good that the Peer Support Center is going to put em emphasis on that this year. Yeah, I think that's something that I really want to focus on. And that's something that I really work to build into our training this year, actually, is um, making sure that our volunteers have a good self-care plan for themselves and also that they know how to have conversations about it because I think it's so beneficial um, to overall wellness to know what it means to, to be well uh, in a way that is personally meaningful. And now before we sign off, is there anything else you would like our listeners to know? Um, I think the last thing that I want to mention is uh, the card game that we created called Long Story Short. Um, so long story short is a question game that's meant to be played with other people. <laughs> um, there are three levels and each level gets increasingly um, personal and intimate. Uh, and the goal is to make a connection. So we are planning to sell it in the purple store, which is really exciting. Um, and we're also going to be running events throughout the year um, where we're going to be playing long story short online. Fingers crossed we'll be able to run it in person like we did during a week again at some point this year. Um, but I think it could be a really cute game to play with your friends, even over Zoom um, during this weird COVID era as a way to kind of stay connected. Um, it's a really sweet game uh, and it's something that I'm really excited about. And I know that a lot of the volunteers have really enjoyed and that the people that have played it so far are really enjoying it. Um, so keep an eye out for that in the Purple Store and for the events that we're running. Yeah, I have played that game myself and I definitely think everyone should keep their eyes out for it. Maddie, thank you so much for joining me today and telling me about the Peer Support Center. For any students wanting to take advantage of this amazing service, you can find it on social media at USC Peer Support or on the USC website. Thank you for listening. I'm Vanessa, over and out.